Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. This podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring guests on the show and then sharing fun stories at the end of each episode. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Well, welcome back, everyone. I can't believe today is the last day of September. Tomorrow's October 1st. It's crazy how fast this year has gone by and just crazy to think that we only have three months left here in 2020. That's insane. Well, two weeks ago on the last podcast episode, I said I was going to bring my first guest to the show. Woo woo! Everyone clap your hands. Um, I was praying about who I would reach out to, and I really believe the Lord put my mom on my heart. So I have my mom here. I'm super excited. We're actually recording in her closet. So our closet <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> um, High but- tech. Yeah, high tech, definitely. Uh, But my mom is someone I have looked up to ever since I can remember. And she is one of the most encouraging people I know. She is one of my best friends. She is someone that I can truly trust. Uh, I just, I love that my mom has created a wonderful life for me and my family. She and my dad have created beautiful traditions that we'll never forget, as well as an awesome home environment that is peaceful and full of joy and love. And so I just, I personally love her a bunch and I pray that this would just be such an encouraging podcast for you all as she dives in. And, um, as I believe as a Proverbs 31 woman that she is in Titus two woman, um, that she'll be here sharing the wisdom that God has taught her through the years. So with that being said, welcome to the show, mom. Well, thank you, sweetie. And that was no fair because now you're going to make me cry. (laughs) Got to get my act together. here. (laughs) My mom and I are big criers. Oh, man. Well, I wanted to ask you some questions, Mom. And so the first question I have is just knowing how you've had some health challenges this year, um, which I shared a little bit in the first episode that I had on my podcast. um, And just knowing that you've gone through so much this year in 2020, and you almost died. It's been an insane year for you, um, but you've been strong through it all. So just seeing you walk through this journey and seeing how much time you've spent with the Lord and leaning upon him, I wanted to ask you, what are some things that God has personally taught you through this hard time? Well, it definitely has been interesting several months, and I did get to spend several months on our back patio uh, during the summer. And a lot of that time, it was just reflective, and it was a thought of, okay, I almost died, but I still have a life to live. And what, what things have I said to my children, to my, or not said to my children, my young grandchildren, to friends, to acquaintances? So if I could write a letter, and I probably still will write a letter um, to people and leave that, because I want to leave a legacy. Um, I want my life to be one that 
hopefully the the kids and their kids um, will look at and go, this was mom and this was your grandmom. And so I guess there were several things that came to mind. And I am going to talk pretty quick, even though I'm from the South and I, I'm not going to talk slow like a lot of people from the South. I talk fast. Um, but one of the first things um, is just that I would want them to personally know and my friends. So it's not just for my family. I love people. And I just would want everybody to know how much I love them. Um, I've loved being a wife, a mom, a grandmom, a daughter, a sister, a, an aunt, a, a niece, a friend. And that being a mom and a grandmom has been the absolute most fulfilling thing um, I could do in my life. And I never would have imagined that. So I am so, so grateful that God chose uh, to give me those roles. And secondly, um, I really think about my faith and I would want all of the people that are in my life just to know how incredibly loved they are by God, um, the God of the universe who created them. Um, he has a wonderful plan, some great purposes in this world that only they can fill. And they are, as it says in Psalm 139, fearfully and wonderfully made. I've wanted my children to know that. I want my grandchildren to know that. And that God's love for them never ends. It never will change. Um, and I want them just to be able to rest in that. Another thing I would want them to know really about um, is just how much this loving and holy God really wants a relationship with them. Um, that it's not Christianity is not a list of just um, rules of a, an angry God. It's not that at all. He, it is a relationship and that we can have this relationship with this holy God. It's possible. Um, we just need to, to get to that point, that end of ourselves where we realize, gosh, God, I just confess. I repent of the wrongdoings I've done in my life. Um, I understand that Jesus your one and only son died on the cross and that his love um, and his blood washed away the, the sins that I had and that I can enter now into your presence, Father. Um, it's, like a, it's like a defense attorney that just stepped into that courtroom and um, once his, his uh, client was declared guilty, he just stepped in and said, I'm going to take that penalty. Um, I want you to wipe away, Judge. I, I'm going to take it. And so that's what Jesus did for us. And so that we can have that relationship with a holy God. And I want my kids and my grandkids and my everybody close to me uh, just to know that that's possible. And then another thing I would love for them to know, it, and again, it's tied into faith, is I want them to know God. It's one thing we can say, oh, yeah, I believe in God. We can even know things about God but I want them to know him. And that's what's going to keep them solid. If, if they can know him, that they can know his character, that he's loving, he's kind, he's good, he's faithful, he's always present. He's never going to leave them, forsake them. He's powerful. He knows them. He knows their thoughts and their ways. Um, he wants to love and to guide them and that his ways are perfect. And even when we don't understand things that we may be going through, um, sort of like my health things and tough things in their lives that, yeah, his thoughts and his ways are higher than theirs and they may be different, but that we can trust him 
to walk us through whatever we're going through, whatever thing they are going through. Um, and that the only way they are ever, that only way anybody is truly ever going to have a complete peace, a complete fulfillment in their life and a hope is really if they do just have this relationship with this God who is personal and they can know him and walk with him um, throughout everything. And, you know, Jesus was asked by the Pharisees, what are the greatest commandments? I would want my kids, my grandkids, my friends to know what Jesus said. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love others as yourself. Um, so I think these are just some of the the big thought um, thoughts that I've had that I wish I could convey if I haven't already. And uh, I definitely want to put these in writing so that there'll be a, a written legacy for my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really love that, Mom. Just wanted to leave a legacy and to really just love the Lord your God with all your heart and to not just focus on Him. Um, as this supreme God, but focus on his character. And I definitely believe you've left that legacy, at least in my life. Um, But yeah, so a few weeks ago, or I should say a few months ago, man, my sister graduated from high school. She was the last of the nest. And my mom has homeschooled both uh, myself and my sister. And so now that you're done homeschooling mom and in a new stage of life, I've heard you mention some woulda, coulda, shouldas before, you know, I could have done that differently or, or whatever. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what are some things that you could share that maybe you did wish you had done differently, or maybe something you did that you were grateful you did that way? You said this podcast is two hours, right? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, obviously. Yeah. I mean, there are things that I, Real honestly, I'm, I'm like, okay, I feel like I followed God in this. I feel like I did this right um, and can can relax and rest in that. And then there are a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas. Um, some things obviously are more private and, and I won't share. Um, but one of the, I guess one of the first things that popped in my head on this that I wasted, have wasted so much time and emotional energy on is comparing myself. Um, I mean, I just did that way too much. And I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it's women. Um, I know some people do that and I know others may not. And I don't know, Kayla, I know you've got some guys that probably, um, men that may listen to the podcast. I don't know if guys do this as much as women, but that is one thing. Um, So I... I wish I would not have, would not and should not have compared myself. Um, I needed, I wish I had learned to be content and who I am um, and end up my life at the moment. You know, whether, and I say this to you all, whether you're single or married, whether you're male or female, whether you're married, you don't have children yet, or you do have children, um, accept, accept who you are accept the stage of life that you're in, you know, accept your looks, um, accept your personality, accept your gifts and your abilities, your, your current lifestyle, you know, it, okay, maybe you may not be, you may not make as money in a particular job as you would want to. Okay. Sometimes you can change that, but sometimes it's not changeable at the time. 
So, um, you know, even something like your health, um, I'm dealing with that. So it's not the kind of thing that you you just don't want to spend that time wishing away. Um, I've got some precious I've got some precious friends. They are the life of the party. Um, I believe in the four personality types by Gary Smalley, um, whether you're lions or beavers or otters or golden retrievers. And okay, I'm a golden retriever and um, a people pleaser and pretty calm a lot of times. But a lot of times I compared myself to that otter. They were the life of the party. And I felt inferior to that. And, and God just really said, you know what? You're almost shaking your finger at me saying that I didn't do a good job with you. So that is something I would would say is God does not make mistakes. Um, he did not create accidents. And there is something to be learned by who you are and where you are in life at every moment. So that whole not comparing is one of the things. Um, another thing is, yes, I am a little bit more serious. I am more reserved. Um some of you know that I've done theater, so maybe that's not what you saw from a theater standpoint. But at home, I, I tended to be that way, even though I was an extrovert. I do wish I could have been more relaxed. Um, I guess I am going to say this to those of you who are married and maybe young mamas. Um, I wish I could have been more relaxed, a little less intense, maybe smiled more, Um you know, in, in some of those tense times, I, I wish I could really, um, really do what Kayla does is flip on that music and start being silly and dancing in the kitchen. <laughs> I guess, and I, I guess I'm just not as comfortable with doing that. Um, I wish I, I could and would, and, and would have, I think, I think children need to see, um, happy, happy, uh, mamas, happy wives, um, I know they say when mama isn't happy, nobody's happy. I think, guess that's true to a degree. So um, would have, you know, would have, could have, should have on that. Um, another thing is, even though I am a, a Christian and I love God and I love God's word, um, I memorized scripture, I would say earlier, a lot more in my Christian walk. Um, and then as I did get married, as I did start having children, um, yes, I memorized some, but I didn't make it as much of a priority. And as I, and I justified it at the time of, oh, I'm just busy. Um, oh, I'm just dealing with these diapers. Oh, I'm just dealing with these, these toddlers. Oh, I'm dealing with these preschoolers. Oh, we're homeschooling. Oh, we've got, you know, now we're dealing with elderly parents. And there was always something in life. And, and even my time with God at times was not as consistent through the years. So I look back now and just go, if I had truly just said, I am having that quiet time today, I am having time with God, even if it's five minutes, just five minutes, I am going to do it each day. And if I had um, placed more of a priority of, I am going to memorize one verse a week and just made that a priority. Um, then I just think about how many verses I would now know through the years. And there are times that as I've mentored people or encouraged them, you know, it was just like, oh, I just sort of should have known a verse that I could have used to really encourage them. Um, so that's just sort of one of those little, little uh, regrets that I didn't place more time on. Um, 
Yeah. And I guess another thing is, yes, we are a, a, a believing family. Yes, I was a homeschool mom. And there were still times that, again, we can justify it. We can come up with a variety of reasons why we didn't. Um, I guess I just wish we had been a family that read the Bible more together. I think we've done things individually. Um, I guess I wish Kirk and I, my, my husband, you know, I guess we, we both could have read the Bible more together. We could have read it more with the children. We could have had more family devotions or more questions about faith. And again, we have uh, through the years but I guess we could have always done more. And so there's a little bit of mom guilt on, uh, on that of have I put everything into my children? Um, and I look at my, my oldest kids and I probably even have more regrets um, about these areas in, in their lives that I just didn't do as much back then. So if I had just taken off those bite size and made it even my priority and not justified. Um, I think I could have been further along and have less mom guilt right now with the, um, at this stage of my life. So, And I just want to make it clear, too, that, you know, my mom isn't sharing these things as a like, oh, I was a terrible mom because <laughs> she was fantastic. Um, but we all make mistakes. And I think it's good to share our mistakes and to be vulnerable and real with each other so we can learn from each other's mistakes in a way. Um, but also just grow from that. And so um, since we are getting close to the end, I wanted to ask you, mom, if you have any additional words of wisdom or encouragement, final thoughts, anything you would like to share? Okie doke. Um, you know, the first thing that popped in my head on this is find a godly mentor in your life. Um, just that person, that older person, it doesn't have to be. I mean, maybe it's just somebody a, a few years, three years, maybe you're a new believer and somebody that's been walking with the Lord three, five years is somebody that could really come alongside of you. Maybe it is somebody that's 10 years older or 15 or 20. It, it The age and the, the situation doesn't matter, but somebody who's further along in a particular journey, maybe it's your faith, maybe it's where you are, um, and in um, your singleness, just having that person to walk alongside you with that, somebody that's a, a new wife, uh, somebody who's a new mom, um, somebody that's just done that journey before you, um, maybe as a new couple. And that person that can walk with you, they can encourage you, they can hold you accountable. Um, they can ask those tough questions. Um, sometimes they can just be that person that gives you God's perspective in an area that you just might be completely blinded to. And um, you just can't see those things for yourself. And yet they they love you um, and they, they want the best. And I personally, in my life, I, I started walking, uh, counting, <coughs> excuse me, I have probably had about 10 different ladies um, that have walked through me just in different journeys. They, some of them, when I really needed growth in my faith, they, they walked there. Um, one of them, several of them walked through, it may have just been a few months, um, a few, maybe one year. It could be just in different seasons or stages of your life. Um, my, my last mentor, 
I still have her and I still love her because uh, my mom passed away almost 18 years ago. And so my dear, my dear friend, Barb, um, not only became my mentor because I, I saw her at church and I had been praying because I moved to this new area and I was like, Lord, you know, I need a mentor. I want somebody. And I'm like, you got to show me. And this lady stood up at church and she just had the greatest smile and the greatest joy of the Lord. And God said, that's the one. And so I walked up to this lady. I said, hi, my name's Luan. I know you don't know me, but I've really been praying for a mentor. Now I'm, I'm new to Colorado and I was wondering if you would be it. And she's like, oh, I've never been asked to be that. <laughs> and can I pray about it? And so she prayed about it. We started meeting and now, goodness, I think it's probably 24, 25 years. And um, she's really more like my 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 mom, um, since mine, like I said, passed away when I was 18. So that's the point. Find somebody. But if you can't find somebody, find find some one that you really like their books. You like their Bible studies. You like their podcast. Those encourage you. They challenge you. Um, I know as a mom, um, I'm going to put in a plug here. <laughs> I love all of the resources podcast by Sally Clarkson. Uh, for all of you young mamas um, or young marrieds or even singles, she put that in your little memory bank because she is a mom extraordinaire and um, has raised four godly children and she and her husband and their children have all written numerous books. And so the whole uh, Sally Clarkson and the whole Clarkson crew on Whole Heart Ministries. For marriage, um, I recommend resources by Denison um, Barbara Rainey from Family Life Ministries. They've got lots of books um, for men, for women, for newlyweds, uh, pre-marrieds. I mean, it's just, um, and then later on with other children. And then Focus on the Family also has great resources. And all of you younger people probably have your favorites. Um, so I'm not going to, I'll leave that to you all. You have your favorites already. So that was one thing. That's a biggie in that whole mentoring piece. The other thing is never say never. Okay. This is where I really messed up. Um, <laughs> that should have been in the woulda, coulda, shadows. Um, I said I would never get married. And then if I did that, I would never have children. Um, and then if I did that, I would never get divorced. Unfortunately, I did um, in 95. Um, I never, oh my goodness, I would never waste my time and be a stay-at-home mom. And I would never homeschool. Well, 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 we know how all of this has happened because all of that has happened. Um, and the thing is, I know God just chuckled and wanted to say, oh, remember, Luan, I am God and you are not. <laughs> and so he has allowed all of these wonderful things to happen in my life. And even the things that I wouldn't have picked, um, you know, I wouldn't have gone the divorce route. And yet God redeemed that and brought a wonderful husband along. And I ended up having Kayla and Tabitha. And I got the, to participate in the homeschool journey which is amazing in itself. Um, and I could go on and on and have a whole podcast on that one, but I won't. So that's one of those. Um, another thing is I would, with that never say never, it's just keeping your hands open and saying, here I am, God, use me, send me, make me, mold me. It's like be the potter, or pot, uh, be like the clay. And it talks about in Jeremiah, letting him be the potter 
and just say your will be done. Um, and again, I, I think that becomes the better, better path for us. Um, another thing is it ties into what I said about being content with who you are. It embrace who you are, truly embrace it and not just tolerate it, but thank God. Thank you, God, for making me who I am. Your identity is as a child of God. You are loved um, by God so much. He has specially given you certain gifts, certain abilities, certain personalities, and embrace it. And ask him, Lord, just help me to walk into these uh, the way you really want me to. And um, again, you know, choose contentment, choose being thankful, choose joy. And just my last thing is just overall uh, for you that are believers, be like Jesus. Just be like Jesus. Be, we need to be the light. Um, we have got to love this world. There was a song long, long time ago that says they will know we are Christians by our love. And it makes me sad because that is not what the world is seeing. So we have got to be like Jesus, who was loving, kind, compassionate. Yes, he stood up uh, against evil. And we have to be able to do that in loving, kind, respectful ways. But um, yeah, I think uh, being like Jesus is uh, just the way I would like to end it. Mm. Yeah, that's a great way to end this. So guys, I just, I pray and hope you took a big encouragement from this podcast. Um, and just like I said in the beginning, my mom has been super encouraging to me. And so I kind of wanted to share her to the world today. <laughs> um, but yeah, truly, mom, I'm, I'm so grateful to have you on this podcast. And just thank you for sharing your wisdom that you have learned through the years from God um, with all of us. Mm -hmm. And thank you. I just ask and pray that you know, let's try to find ways that we all can be a light in this world and to make a difference and truly to be like Jesus. And a question I want to leave with you all, like I do every week, um, is, you know, kind of to go with what my mom talked about with embracing who we are. I wanted to ask you all, what is a strength or a gift that you believe God has given you to make a difference in this world? You can post that on your Instagram story, on Facebook, send me a private message, whatever. Um, but it's just a question to kind of, you know, make you think and grow your faith deeper. So, hey, mom, I want to say next time we probably should have teacups here. Oh, absolutely. We Sally. Oh, I know. Sally would have wanted us to have teacups <laughs> and a candle. And a candle. And some soft music in oh, the background. Oh, guys, I usually have a candle for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you again, mom. And I appreciate it. I love you. I love you. Guys, my mom's awesome. I love her. She's a ray of sunshine. Such a good example. All right. Go love your moms, everyone. Give them a big hug. And may you be blessed and encouraged today. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.